Pleasure to welcome back into the studio Anthony Fury, would-be mayor of Toronto. Good to see you, sir. Good morning. Pleasure to be back. You still enjoying the campaign? Of course I am, John. It really re-solidifies and, and enhances your love for Toronto, going across this city and, and meeting people all corners, all walks of life. It's a great experience. You should try it one time, John. No, never. We were just talking <laughs> about this off the air, and I was telling you that I was, uh, before that debacle last Thursday night, for me anyway, I really, I didn't want to be there and it didn't work out so well for me. Um, but the mayor You were great. Thank you. The candidates debate. Um, I looked at all seven of you and I thought, what kind of a life is this where you, you know, like 10 times during the campaign, you have to pile into a room and stand next to each other and then argue for two hours. And then you've got to go to a rotary meeting and then you've got to go to some church basement. I mean, uh, is the draw simply that maybe you get to be mayor of Toronto? Look, and this is not just some campaign talking point, but John, it, it is truly amazing when you're knocking on doors and someone opens the door and says, well, well hold on, come in. I, I want you to meet my family. And, oh, we were just preparing lunch. Please, please have lunch. And maybe you're like, oh, this is perfectly timed. I need lunch. Or you're like, oh, I just ate, but oh, they're so kind. And really just lovely people who are opening uh, opening their doors and, and opening their arms to you, really. So it, it, it's a great experience, John. It, it, it really is. I just love this city. You are one of the big stories of this campaign because you were part of the pack. I mean, there's 102 people running and everybody talked about the top six. Then it became the top seven. Latest poll has you in third place. What's happening? Yeah, and I, I think Lauren Bozanoff there on CP2 Forge saying just yesterday, basically statistically tied for second, and that I'm the one who has the momentum right now. I'm, I'm the mover in all of this. So it, it's great. And, and I think, John, really, it comes down to just the hard work of getting out there and meeting with people. And also, as you know, my message is an authentic message. I said to my campaign team, if you didn't hear me talking about it on talk radio, writing about it in my columns, three months before we even knew there would be an election, I'm not going to say it on the campaign trail. Because, John, when I, you know one of my primary focuses is I want to phase out these drug injection sites replace them with treatment centers. I want to clear the parks. I want to help these people out, but I want to make sure that young families uh, don't have to scan the park first for needles. I know it's spilling over uh, into facilities in Scarborough, North York, Etobicoke, sort of the expansion of all of this. I did that press conference alerting people to how taxpayer-funded crack pipes are being distributed all across the city. And this is something that is authentic to me. We raised our family initially uh, just a couple blocks from Moss Park, and we've always been concerned about this issue, both that we need the compassion for people affected by the drug crisis, but also, John, uh, that police and health professionals, they tell me that the, that the cause of so many of these random attacks on our streets and public transit relates to that drug crisis, and that's why I'm forging ahead uh, on this issue. You know, I also want to hire 500 new police officers. Sounds like a lot, but it only brings us back uh, to what we were at 10 years ago. Now is a time for choosing, John. Do we want to look like they look like in Seattle, San Francisco, downtown Vancouver? Heartbreaking scenes. Or do we want to say, no, a better way is possible. We can fix this and I'm the one standing up to put Toronto families first. It sounds like common sense, obviously, to get people, get drug users off the streets, clear encampments, all that kind of thing. But, I mean, you have to appreciate, you kind of scare a lot of people. This doesn't seem, uh, you know, I was looking at the faces of some of the candidates, and it's not because they're scared of losing. I think it's because your policies scare them. Yeah, it, it scares them to know that so many people are being attracted to my campaign. I got to tell you, John, um, I saw one of those polls said I'm, I'm at second or tied for second downtown, which one maybe doesn't expect from a more conservative leaning candidate. But I think it's because downtown people, the message is resonating with them. I, I think the message is resonating with people, all political backgrounds, all walks of life, because partisanship aside, we want our city to move in a more positive direction. So I am talking about making sure that those scenes of urban decay do not continue. And I think 
think they will continue under Olivia Chow as mayor. I hope they won't, but look, if she becomes mayor, I think we're just going to worsen that direction. And I don't think we should also be talking about just finding more ways to uh, to take from the current tax base, take more money from people, erode the tax base. I want to I want to make the downtown vibrant again, so we can attract business investment. I'm the only candidate talking about pro business policies to grow the local economy for the benefit of all. Otherwise, we're just going to decay in a road. A couple of uh, minutes ago, we were talking with a professor from Toronto Metropolitan University who effectively said, if anybody says they're not going to raise taxes, they're lying. If this was not a mayoral election, then the same six, seven people showed up for job interviews to be the CEO of a firm that is losing money. All the solutions that they have proposed to to fill, to, to solve that problem uh, would be completely useless and be identified and told in point blank rate that you, you, you your solutions don't work and they wouldn't be able to secure a job as a CEO of a private firm because the solutions they're proposing um, and to the budget deficit or the budget gaps, um, they don't work. Okay, if you're not going to raise taxes, how are you going to fill that hole and balance the budget in the long run? Well, John, I've said that property taxes are going to go up just below the rate of inflation so right. people can still get ahead in life. But that hasn't I'm, worked for the last eight years. I'm not going to create entirely new taxes. So the city councilors running against me, they voted recently to direct staff to proceed with a municipal sales tax, road tolls on the Gardner and DVP, commercial parking levy. Affordability, John, is the top issue, one of the top issues in this campaign. Right. We see the price of of food soaring, it is just reckless and irresponsible okay, to even talk about all that. still got to pay for those services or start cutting those services. Look, John, the budget has gone up by 50% over the past decade. And I say to people, do you feel like you're getting 50% more services? They say, no, we feel like we're getting less. So we got to do the program review, the spending review, before we even begin to talk about categories of new taxes. And like I said, we got to talk about growing the pie, pro-business policies, uh, working with downtown BIAs and other business groups and the Board of Trade to go and attract more more investment to the city. Right. We, we got to look at the fact that every time there's a new condo built, that's $3,000 more of revenue. We've got to look at growing the pie rather than just shaking down right. taxpayers for more. But I'll come back to the fact that we did this rate of inflation, below rate of inflation thing on, under John Tory, and we are where we are, which is that it's unsustainable. And the budget ballooned much beyond inflation. So okay. we've got to look at that budget there. I'm doing the non-core services hiring freeze at City Hall. So as bureaucrats, high-paid bureaucrats depart for other jobs or retire, we're not immediately going to refill those positions. And every month there's going to be a churnover of tens of millions of dollars. I guess there's a certain jeopardy to the fact that you seem to be tied with Mark Saunders. So we have this juggernaut of Olivia Chow and then the two of you and a lot of people saying if you were to throw your support behind one other candidate, if you got out and threw to Saunders or if he got out and threw to you, then maybe you guys could defeat Olivia Chow. Otherwise, it's going to be a nice place, but it's not going to be a win. Yeah, I, I came here to sell my positive vision, not to speak critically of another candidate, but I will say the numbers actually do show uh, that, that only the second alternative works, that the sort of second numbers show that Mark Saunders supporters are quite supportive of me and would come to me in a heartbeat. Uh, but for whatever reason, it doesn't go the other way. My supporters actually wouldn't go to Mark Saunders. I think because I'm the one who's put forward the authentic, passionate vision about where Toronto needs to head, how we're at a time to choose right now. And Mr. Saunders, as we've seen over the past six weeks, uh, just announces things I've announced five days after I've announced them. So I think that's why I'm really the only candidate who will benefit from someone dropping out of the race and, and backing me. So I'm in it to win it and I'm looking 
looking forward to just connecting more and more. And, and you know, the pollsters were saying on, on, on CP24 yesterday that I'm the one with momentum. The truth is Mark Saunders has stalled, John. He's at exactly the same numbers he was at two months ago, despite having a better funded campaign, way more media exposure okay. than me. Uh, and now we're statistically tied. We're up against the news. But one last question, which is my closer for all of the candidates. I don't want to hex you, but if you lose, what lies ahead? Well, I'm in it to win it, but what I can tell you is whatever happens, uh, my commitment and love and passion for this city has only grown the past few months. Thank you, sir. Thank you, John. Anthony Fury running for mayor of Toronto.